Welcome back to Bella's Comet. In our previous episode, you went to the Bella's Comet School of Cosmology. You met Venus and Capricorn, who revealed, quite frankly, a lot of secrets about the Astronomicon to you. And you were able to successfully prevent the omen called the mistake by having Albert Mock confess that he made an error in his formula. The downside of that, however, is you are now in the middle of a city in chaos in the metro area. Uh, Venus has transported you to the metro area of Bella's Comet. And in front of you, you find yourself standing in front of Polaris headquarters in the dead of night. Uh, Polaris's front entrance is surrounded by what Astrid would recognize as combat androids. Uh, combat androids are not something you would be uberly familiar with as they're not law enforcement devices. These are more, you know, as the name states, meant for combat, war situations. Uh, they're more than just typical peacekeepers. They are war machines. Uh, these combat androids are holding weaponry emblazoned with the name Cephas, the same kind of gun Ares Palomar had in Comet's Edge. And like we mentioned, the metro area you find yourselves in is in utter chaos. Albert Mach declared his mistake, confirming that Bella's Comet is in fact on pace to destroy the city. So that is your situation. City in chaos, Polaris headquarters surrounded by combat machines. What do you do? Well, to avoid sounding like a cliche, we gotta get in there. <laughs> But how, how are we going to get around the combat droids? Uh, good question. So you, you said they're lined up in formation, like a firing squad kind of deal? Imagine like they're a wall trying to keep people away from the entrance. How? But it's just around the front door, right? Like they're kind of like in a... Are they in like a semicircle surrounding the door? Okay. Imagine if you will, like if you've ever been to New York City, you know how their hotels have like the front entrance like right up against the street? Yeah. And there's like little teeny tiny, like not great alleyways on the side of them. Now just imagine like black armored battle robots in front of that hotel blocking both the entrance and the alleyways. Is there a law enforcement presence here along with the battle droids? Amazing question. Do you want to make an observe roll for me? I would. Uh, I'm going to be careful about this. Always a good idea. <laughs> Scouting this out. Uh, yes, I succeed. You succeed. Okay. Yes. No. However, kind of tucked away in that back alley area you do recognize one specific type of cop car. It's not from the metro area, but it has the Comet's Edge Police Department logo on it. But just the one, and it doesn't seem to be any police officers around. Um, this, our, our cop cars in Comet's Edge, are they, like well appointed or do we kind of have like shitty old cars? Like what kind of equipment are we given in Comet's yeah, Edge? Kind of in the middle. So as, as with any kind of authoritarian society, a lot of the money goes to the police. Mm -hmm. um, your captain, 
back in the day, Ares Palomar, your old boss, mm -hmm. uh, was very opposed to updating technology for the purpose of keeping people under her thumb. So while you don't have the fanciest Metro-style cars in the area, everyone knew that if there was cars in Comet's Edge, the police ones were the nicest. Okay. Uh, and so there is no way, because Eris was sort of against spending money on just updating equipment all the time and stuff, uh, there's no way to tell if this is her car, just that this is a car. This is a car. Okay. I, I will give you the extra knowledge just because you were in the police force. Eris didn't have her own specific car. Okay. Um, well, it looks like the police from Comet's Edge are here. Um... Why? One car? It has to be Eris, right? She wouldn't just send random cops here to deal with this. I mean, I'm curious as to why it's here and not at Common's Edge, and if there's any panic, if the panic is just here. As you are standing in front of this building, all of your communication devices go off. Um, and, and, and texts start coming in, three texts to be exact, all from Jovian Eclipse. And the texts read the following. First text you get, all caps, says Omen Dangerous. Second one, many died. Third one, Ata knows. Omen Dangerous, many died, Ata knows. That sounds like a good time as any to check the book. Yeah. yeah, you can set the Astronomicon. Astro, does it still on your back? Yeah, pull it out. Okay. You open the Astronomicon, and there there is some new information on the North Star page um, from the previous episode, uh, thanks to Venus's sizable assist. Uh, you now know that the name tied to this event is uh, Gamma Seife. Uh, Gamma Seife runs the company Cephia, which is the same one all the guns are holding, which is odd, because they don't make guns. Um, you also see the words hostile takeover and you see the word Polaris core. What do we know about Polaris core? Polaris is a very important company to Bella's Comet. They are the ones that kind of help the energy of everything stay, well, for lack of a better term, true north. Uh, they help make transportation. They help keep the energy going in the city. Uh, a lot of the modern vehicles use their GPS devices to know where they're going and why. People have it in their phones to keep their schedules organized. Polaris keeps the machine moving and the people organized. Uh, Gamma's company does a lot of the same stuff, but it's kind of like an iPhone Android situation. People generally understand that Polaris is the better product and and uh, Gamma Safe Face Company, Cephas, is eh, it's fine if you don't want to spend as much as a Polaris product. So do we think that Gamma is trying to take over Polaris? I mean, that would be, I mean, the assumption. Definitely is trying to make moves to obtain the company from what we understand. Why would that help Ada? How does this all come together? Uh, uh, would... Would I know anything about Ada Aquarid specifically? Have I worked with her directly? You worked with Javayan, right? When you yeah. were, when you were together, I will say you might know something, but I would like for you to make um, an academic check. So, fun fact: 
So since I'm going to be doing this carefully, my academic is a three and my careful is a three. So it's a six is my, <laughs> my TN here then for base. you automatically succeed. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm not going to give you a TN to clear on that because you're just thinking. Uh, yeah. So you may not have worked directly with Ada Aquarius. You were under Jovian's supervision after working with him at the... Uh, at the at the college and then him hiring you out of college to work on his team there uh, but from what Jovian has told you about Ada uh, you would know a few general things uh, Ada is 550 years old uh, has replaced a lot of her vital organs with various machines to keep herself going uh, she is a very cold person uh, is very focused on just achieving doesn't really communicate feelings is not that type of a person so Given what Venus and now Jovian and to a certain extent the book is telling you, Ada seems to be plotting something with Bella's Comet returning and destroying the city seems to be within her best interest. Based on what you would know about her, you don't know why that would be, but you do know that a lot of the technology in her lab has come from Polaris. Interesting then that Cepheus is trying to take over Polaris... I wonder if Ada is behind the company of Cepheus specifically, like sort of like a shadow leader kind of thing, if, if Gamma is just taking orders. Oi. Um, apart from the Securitrons, is there like any sort of way into the back alley? Or you said they were covering it as well, right? They're, they're blocking it. Whoever put them out there must know strategy. Is there rooftop yeah. access? Great question. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad it's Hermes who asked it. Uh, is there rooftop access? Let's have you just make an observe check. The, o the only limit I'll put on this one is I won't let you do it carefully. That's fine. <laughs> I figured it would be for you, but just, you know. What check? Putting it out there. An observe? Uh, observe, yes. Cool. Uh, I'm going to do it creatively. Cool. I passed. Hey. Well, for you, Hermes, there would be rooftop access. Uh, for those who are nimble, fast-thinking, maybe good at parkour, uh, the Polaris building is next to a series of apartment-looking things, and you very quickly notice a fire escape ladder. I think I know our way in. Wait, I, mild I have an idea. panic on Zara's face. It's like, oh dear. <laughs> um, before we do that, I I think I know how we can get an idea of what's maybe going around, going on in the perimeter. I'm going to get in my bag, and look for my police radio, which I know. Leah knows is not there. Uh, so you see Astrid fumbling around in the bag, confused. I. Hermes, did you take my radio? Did you search me? I didn't take your radio. Zara, did you take it for some reason? No. We could use it to listen to the police scanner to see what's going on in the area. I mean, or it was going to be used to track you. What? That's stupid. Like, why would you think that? Because Eris told me. Why would Eris tell you that whenever... I mean, she didn't tell us that. Whenever I was down at the Southern Cross, 
She looked me in the eye and said, you don't think I know that cop isn't there because I track them on their radios. She never told us she tracked us. That's I screwed up. From from what I know about the police, I'm not surprised there's a whole lot of secrets you have um, been kept out of. Yeah, clearly. Um, all right, never mind on that plan. Uh, what's, what's the plan, Hermes? How are we getting in? We use the rooftops. There's a fire escape. We go up. We go across the rooftops to roof access. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> say, for example, some of us aren't as athletic as, as, as you guys, um, you just intend to jump the roof? Or? I mean, I do, but there's always... I'm sure we'll find some way to build a bridge or help each other out. Okay. Yeah, we'll get you up there, Zara. Okay, okay. I can't wait to see how this turns out. <laughs> She's not a gym teacher. Okay. And even if she were. So, we are going to concoct a plan to parkour our way into Polaris from the roof. Yes. Right? <laughs> I assume it's pretty easy to get into the apartment building between all the chaos. When you put it like that, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is my plan. Thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, okay, I would like, uh, starting with Hermes, uh, to make an acrobatics check. We're doing creatively. I mean, how else would you be able to do it? <laughs> I met. You tied it? Okay, so of course an arc, a tie means a success or a failure, but with bonus things here. So I'm gonna just call this a good old fashioned success with consequences. Uh, the fire escape, you're able to shimmy up a bit and uh, describe to me what your next move would be to help the person behind you. Um, I would hook my feet on any kind of lip I could find and lean my body over to help if I need to pull them up. Oh, that's a bad plan. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking because... somewhere, like if we get Hermes up and then I stay down and help like hoist Zara up, like give a hand up, we can get her up and then I'll come up last sort of situation. Yeah, so hook your feet, lean down, grab Zara and help pull her up while you hoist. Yep. We're just gonna have to. I did call this a success with consequences. <laughs> yes, you did. So, now, the consequence I'm going to make is going to be a very difficult role for Zara. No. <laughs> uh, Zara, so you're being hoisted by Astrid to grab the now upside-down Hermes' hands to get up this fire escape. I'm assuming you're not a very athletic person, based on what you've already told me here. So I'm going to give you a TN of a minus one on this, and I need you to make a coordination check. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, coordination is the only physical skill that I have. I know, um, but I'm taking one point away from you. God, fuck you. Um, I guess this would be... I'm trying to be like as careful as possible then. So three or sure. under. I'll let you do it. Yeah, three or under. You had a 50-50 shot here. Exactly got my number. You're fucking kidding me. Okay. <laughs> got a, got okay. a three. Okay. Okay. Since since it's real close and there could be like a success butt here, 
can I make a physique check to help push it over the edge a little bit so that no consequences? I'm okay with that. Yeah, let's, 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 let's give it a roll. If right. you pass it, I will let that happen. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. That is a huge success, that is a one. We'll push past the consequences. So yeah, you, you reach up for, for Hermes's hands. Maybe it's the rain, maybe you're nervous, but you're just like, you, you can't get a good grip. And then you feel an extra push from beyond and you're able to get into Hermes's arms instead. Hermes lifts you up. Astrid, how are you getting on the ladder? Uh, I'm going to try to parkour up the way Hermes did. Cool, acrobatics check. Um, all right. Which I think is a little harder for you than it is for Hermes, so I won't rob you of any points for this yeah. one. Uh, if I'm doing it carefully, then I only have to get a four or less, so. I was gonna say, I think you have to do this one carefully. I'm gonna do it carefully. That is a three, so I successfully pass. make it. A yes. success. You are now all successfully shimmied up the ladder. Now I have to make a quick little observe check for the battle droids. Just a quick okay. little one. Because this is a building quick. next to them. Uh-huh. I'm sure it's fine. It'll be good. Not at all concerned. It's mostly fine. Uh, <laughs> I also tied their number <laughs> for this. Wow. So, but again, so that can be a success with consequences or that can be a failure with an opportunity. So, I'm going to say that they failed their observe check, but they're going to have an opportunity here. So, they, they hear the sound of feet on ladder, and they're robots. They don't have traditional eyes or anything, but they're looking around, and, you know, you all manage to do what you've learned from Jurassic Park, <laughs> to stay completely still. Yes. And they don't notice you, but you do hear one of the droids go, raise alert by one, something is happening. So the, the opportunity here for the droids is going to be any move you make, I'm gonna give them a little bit of an advantage on future observed checks. Oh God. A teeny one. But if they keep failing, you know, we'll see what happens. So yeah, describe your next move for me. How close are the rooftops? Oh, I would say they're a uh, wall jumpable. <laughs> you played Mario. Wall kicks will work. Wall kicks. Wall kicks will work. <laughs> So, love you guys. After, <laughs> after Zara mentioned the ability to get over, um, Hermes is actually going to look around to see if she can find like planks of wood, um, any kind of thing mm. that she can maybe make a bridge with. Yeah, this is an apartment complex. Not the strangest thing in the world. Uh, you just make an observe check for me. I failed. So, um, yeah, nothing here to build a bridge, unfortunately. No loose plywood, uh, no little boxes lying around. It's, it's a pretty clear stairwell. Okay. But wall jumps might work. Wall jumps might work. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. I mean... All we can do is try. Yeah. I mean, Hermes will probably take the lead here and we'll jump to the other side. Cool. Uh, acrobatics check. I will say I'm going to make you do these ones carefully, though. Ah! We have to do it. Um, only because the androids are aware. <laughs> okay. 
Let's go. Okay, yeah, Hermes, you do the dang thing. You 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 are wall jumping around, and you get to the highest possible point of Polaris. Uh, you quickly realize that getting to the roof might be a losing gambit. It's very tall. It's 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 a gigantic fucking building. But you do land on the floor that has a clear spot you can land on. So I'm gonna say you're about ten stories up. Which leaves our teacher and the cop <laughs> just watching Hermes wall jump to the 10th floor of the Polaris headquarters. And Hermes, for your information, there is a very break into a window there. Beautiful. <laughs> just stressed the whole time. He's like, careful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I. <clears throat> okay, Zara, how confident are you that you can get across there? <laughs> Not very. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Just picks her up and throws her. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do, Zara? Uh, I'm kind of like looking at the, the ladders specifically. Like, are they the kind that would like be able to detach and then they just kind of slide all the way down and then they hook onto the thing again? Sure, but that goes down. Right. But here's my thinking. If I'm able to kind of disconnect the ladder from the little system where it's connected to it, I could kind of remove it from the make a fire escape that. and make a bridge out of the ladder. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, that is going to be man. That is. I'm gonna call that a tinker skill. Hey, hey I'm good. I at those. know that plays right into your hand, but yeah, you're tinkering with it. And I'm going to make you do it carefully. That's a six or under, correct? So I succeed no matter what. Wow, okay. <laughs> High stakes I episode here. <laughs> put all of my stuff into academic tinker and careful. Really? Okay. Yeah, I guess I have no choice here. I didn't make you, uh, I didn't make Squidzy roll a lower number, so I won't make you. Um, so yeah, you are able to quietly somehow unhook the ladder from the uh its spot <laughs> as astrid watches in awe i assume and you have a bridge across to polaris uh you won't be getting as high as hermes did but you will get to the building okay so getting to the building is still the main objective we still gotta ascend though is the problem if you want to catch up to hermes yes eh. I'll take what I can get. So so I'm on the other fire escape on the Polaris building now? So you're on an apartment building's fire escape. You've unhooked the fire escape. You've made a bridge across to the building. I would say you can get to the third floor that way. That's how high the fire escape for the apartment went. Okay, so it's a third floor window. Okay. Third floor window, very break of intuable. Okay. Uh, and then from there, there's no ladders. You have to find a, either a way to catch up to Hermes or arrange something. I'm just, mm, just spitballing here. <laughs> is there a lock on the window? No, break intuable. So I have to, like, shatter Smash the it open. glass. Yeah. Or... Okay. Um, guess we'll just have to try doing that. <laughs> you sure will, Home Slice. And we're going to make that um, a good old-fashioned physique check. Well, but you have to do it carefully. Okay. Because of the robots. A one. How about that? No kidding. All right. Yeah. How do you punch a window open? Well, 
the same way I assume anyone would, very carefully take my jacket off, wrap my hand in the jacket, and just kind of strike it as hard as I can with the uh, this part of my hand, like not with like the yeah, like you yeah, know where yeah. your thumb not, is, the knuckle, opposite hand part yeah, of yeah, your yeah. hand where your thumb is not. Gotcha. Yeah, you break in, and Astrid, you watch. <laughs> just kind of scatter some of the loose glass away with my jacket, and then just kind of <laughs> step in. Hermes, are you breaking into your window? Uh, yes. Okay, same thing. Physique check. Okay. Either I fail it or I tie it, because I don't have physique and I have one in careful. Ooh, oh, God. Oh, oh, boy. Okay. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> nah, that wasn't happening. So, yeah, you, you go to punch this one. It's it's a little bit tougher. It's going to keep hacking at it. And because you failed, I'm not saying the window doesn't break. I'm saying it breaks, but at no small consequence. Uh, you're going to take one blood damage. Because you didn't take any necessary preparations. You just tried to action star it, and it hurt. Yep. And since it's also a fail, I have to make an observe check for the battle droids. I like watch Zara do it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. and then I watch Hermes do it. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just she would just straight up knuckle to the fucking glass. <laughs> like, why would you do that? <laughs> so status update: Hermes in taking one damage to do so, but in Zara in no problem. Astrid. Uh, the window smash is heard and the combat android turns to see it does not see a person starts looking around sees you I'm gonna give you a moment here before I do anything uh I'm going to okay so on the I'm on the opposite rooftop still correct you you are on the uh, the top of the apartment complex which now has no fire escape, which is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> um, and I do not want the robots to go into Cepheus looking for my friends. So I'm going to glance down on the rooftop near me. Are there any large rocks or anything like that? A big piece of like, I don't know, roofing material, anything, anything sure, that sure. could I'm gonna have you make an observe roll. If you pass it, let me know how well you pass it. And you can approach it however you like, because now being careful is out the window. Yeah, I'm gonna say this is creative, because uh, I can't okay. be careful. Uh, I succeeded by one, so I would have had to roll four or less. I rolled a three. Okay, yeah, great, it's still a success. So uh, you're, you're thinking fast, you find exactly that. You, it's, it's, you find... Uh, Lack of it. Roof gravel. You know how when you're on a roof and for some reason there's always those rockety things on there? You don't know what I mean, right? That, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick up a big piece of it and chuck it at another window to try to make it look like I'm breaking the windows out of this building. Oh, I see. Make them think you're just a common hooligan. Uh-huh. Uh, let's have that be a social... That's why that a guile check. Okay. Um, and again, you can approach it however you want. I'm gonna again call it creative. Cool. Uh, and the fact that Leah doesn't metagame. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, okay. That I had to roll a two, and I rolled a two. So. Oof. Success with consequences. They now think the window's being broken or just some shit kid on a roof. Yeah. However, you're the shit I'm kid the on the roof. I'm the shit kid. I'm going to flick the robots off, and then I'm going to start running the opposite way. Okay. <laughs> Astrid <laughs> finds herself in a situation. <laughs> While I'm running, I'm going to text Hermes and Zara. I'm going to say, I can't follow. Hopefully, the droids are following me. As quickly as I can, there's probably a lot of typos and stuff, but hopefully you get yeah. the message. I'm going to throw the phone back in my pocket keep running. Yeah, you both uh, get the message. Uh, suffice it to say, you can only glean that Astrid has somehow distracted the combat androids. And we're going to start with uh, Zara on the third floor. Uh, Zara, you get in, and uh, it's, a, it's a window to a series of offices, and uh, the first thing you're going to immediately notice is a really strong smell. Kind of smell. And then it's going to become very clear what that strong smell is as you see some people who look like regular office workers have been murdered here. Uh. There, there are dead bodies here with assorted wounds, primarily looking like, well, you know, it's, it's a cyberpunk universe, so gunshots of the laser variety, all sorts of stuff like that. And it's, it, this is what you walk into, just people in white shirts, ties, pencil skirts, People who are just regular people doesn't know that the a fight has just been killed here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, apart from that, what else do I see? Elevators, fire escapes. Good question. I, I'm not gonna make you make a roll for this. The elevators have been destroyed. You see okay. a, a you see smoke coming out of an opened bashed elevator. So it seems like whoever is ascending this tower didn't want any of them following them, but you do have stairs going up and going down. Okay. So I know that Hermes is on the is on an upper floor. I don't know specifically where. At least there are Yeah, doesn't. Hermes is, is about seven floors above you, but you, you know you have to guesstimate the number because you just saw Hermes wall jump. Yeah, exactly. Um uh, I'm just kind of looking around for anything that could be potentially useful, trying not to gag or barf at the sight of death. Uh, and I'm going to make my way to the stairs. I'll give you some liberty on that one. It's, it's, it's an office, so there's cubicles around, so you have office supplies. Okay. Mm. I'm going to grab a, a fire extinguisher if I can see one. Ooh. Yeah, uh, fire extinguisher. Uh, that I'll make you make an observe check for. Okay. Because it's, it's something you thought of, and I want to see if you can see it. This is going to be kind of like concerted, not careful, because I'm like kind of like, on the one hand, you know, trying to get to a point in area, but like at the same time, like we, we're on the clock here. I get you. Uh, four, I fail. Yeah, uh, if, if there is one, you can't find it. Okay. It's like, this is terribly not correct for OSHA. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> labeled. Everything's on fire. Ah. I think OSHA violations are the least of Polaris' concerns right now. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll still start climbing the stairs. Cool. You start ascending the stairs. Hermes, 10th floor. I'm, I'm going to tell you, not too dissimilar, but a little bit different. So you do have the smell of decay and death here. 
uh, you also notice metro police officers. Not Comet's Edge ones, a few metro ones. You know they're metro because they have like these like Miami Knights colored uniforms. They're all black with like blue and pink highlights here and there. Um, and, and they have also been killed and are on this floor. Okay. So, being a small, small crimes kind of person, she's her stomach is going to lurch for a second. She's got to gain composure. Um, sure. And it's for sure going to resummon her bat with nails. Okay, um, cool. You have a bat with nails. And, yeah, she's going to look around. Did she see Zara go to the lower floor? No, I'm going um, up. To, up to you. So, oh. did you go in after or before she smashed her window? Um, it would have been, it would have been before she smashed her window. Um, okay. Yeah, because she would so have wanted to you... watch after she parkoured up to the tenth floor, kind of watch. Okay, what are we doing? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So you you uh, you would be up there. You watch her break in. So you know she's in, and you have the message from Astrid just being like, "Shit's fucked." Yeah. Um, yeah, so Hermes is going to take her bat. She's going to be, you know, after getting the text message from Astrid, going, okay, all right, we sorry, we need to make sure Zara's okay, too. And yeah, it's going to start heading down. Going down. Okay, cool. So you're going to be going, one's going up, one's going down, uh, 10, 3, from the meet. You meet at around floor six okay. is when you finally reach each other. Just kind of like and grab her shoulders, like, "Are you okay? Oh my god!" <laughs> her hands bleeding for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, what happened? Why is Astrid? I don't know. She just started bolting it after I got into the building. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So we don't have the book. We're, we're kind of on our so own here. So we have here. no clues to go off of if we say something. Hostile takeover. Do we have to stop the takeover? I mean, it's already... It's she kind of motions to the dead bodies on the ground. It's kind of in progress, I would assume, yes. Um... Uh... We need, we need weapons. We need something here, because if we run into any of those bots, we're... For lack of better terms, up shit creek. Excuse my friend. I mean, I've got weapons. I'm not worried about weapons. Yeah, I don't! I know. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have you both make um, an insight roll? Sure. Any kind of way we need to do it? However you would like to approach it. I, I, there, there might be sudden information as you pass this. Okay. Uh, it's a five. No matter what I roll, I fail. I failed. Okay. Then you don't hear anything. Eh. Yeah, eh, is right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like you that. Don't hear, you don't hear anything, but I know something you don't know. <laughs> don't like that. Don't like that. Okay. Um, if there was a hostile takeover, they probably started from the bottom up. We need to start going uh, up. Maybe? Yeah, third floor has already been cleared out, so... Yeah, everything from 10 here is... Dead. Oy, that's not great. It's kind of like she's gaining her courage. Like, okay... We can we can we can do this together. Uh, you take vanguard, I'll take rear guard. We're just gonna have to keep going up. Whatever those words mean. Sure. You go first. I yes. go second. <laughs> <laughs> that teacher moment. 
Astrid, you are bounding through the metro area after earning the ire of three combat androids. And uh, I'm going to put you in a combat situation. Because they are machines designed to hunt and kill. They're not an easy thing to avoid. So they are going to catch up to you. What I'm going to ask you is tell me what your immediate intent is in this fight. This will determine your initiative order. So I need to know if you are standing your ground, taking a non-harmful action, attacking them, using a spell, or running further away. How many are following me? Is it just the one that saw me? There's three. Three of them. Three battle droids. I have seen these things. Um, how much of a match do I think I am for one of these? With the understanding that all I have is my like sidearm and my nightstick on me. Yeah, that is a very great question. And now I have to find a way to answer that in a lore kind of way yeah. instead of a mechanical <laughs> kind of way. Uh, is this so like a never the, or a never, ever, ever? <laughs> this is a you would prefer to not. However, they are not undefeatable if you have trained in, say, combat situations, have familiarity with a weapon. Uh, combat androids, from what Eris taught you when you were going through police training, are, you know, designed to stop criminals. They are primarily offensive. This doesn't mean they can't be defeated, Okay. Preview, yeah, do that, of course. But they are fightable. What is their mobility like? I'm on the roof. They're on the ground. How much of a... If I stay up and break line of sight, do I think I can get away from them? You can try. That is her initial plan. Stay up high, break line of sight, get somewhere out of the way, draw them away from Cepheus. If that fails... Okay she'll switch into a more combat thing. But right now, it's get away and hide. Sure. Now, in the rules of Arc Doom, uh, those who are taking the fleeing action, moving far away, etc., etc., uh, they go last in the initiative order, which means the combat androids are going to get the jump on you first. Okay. So while you do have distance, I am going to have them attack you. Okay. And um, the, the, they use what is commonly referred to as uh well normally they have these kind of like laser sword dealios they've been upgraded recently to have cepheus rifles so that's what they're going to use here so if this hits you that's going to be a plus two on it's it's, it's, a, it's two blood damage on top of what you would normally get okay so a, uh, a a battle android is going to step up it is the first one and he is taking careful aim with his rifle here. So this is going to be a TN3 for me. Do Does anything subtract from the TN with me being so high off the ground in relation to where they are? Uh, yes, you can get out of the way of their gunshots, but only after the initiative order. Because unfortunately in Arc Doom, you can only move when you're not being attacked. Since you're currently being attacked, you're going to have to endure these three androids first. Fair. So the first one steps up, this is a TN3 to hit you, and if they do hit you, you're going to take five damage. But he misses. So, first one, right over your head. You know, didn't take careful enough aim. Uh, the second one is going to step up, and it's going to do the same thing. It's going to carefully make a weaponry check. That one does hit, though. That one passes with a two. So you take five blood damage from the second android. 
which brings me to the third one. And he, and this one looks a little bit banged up. It looks like this one's been through some stuff before. So he's not able to take as careful aim. Uh, he's gonna do this creatively with his weapon, which is a more difficult one for me to pass. But I do, wow, I rolled a one. Leah, holy shit, I'm so sorry. But now here's the thing. Since he did it creatively with his weapon, there's plus two, you take four blood from that, which should leave you with one left. Oh my god. Astrid, you have taken two shots against these guys. They are designed to kill you, and you are feeling it. So your movement here is going to try to get five uh, heights away from these guys so they lose track of you and you succeed. Now, okay. you are able to do this with either an acrobatics or a coordination check. Doesn't matter. They're the same. But I will say that for her in this moment, um, Astrid... So, I mean, she has she has cop training. She is panicked because she's been hit critically. This is bad. But she, she is trying to remain calm. And I will say that she's doing a coordination check carefully to get away. Can I, she's being Hey Leah, can I can I pitch something to you? Yeah. You're near an apartment complex. Uh-huh. There are doors around. Hell yeah, then. I was thinking I had fewer uses. Um, then yes, I am moving towards the next door that I can see. Like if the rooftop access here has a door, I'm going straight there. So how we're going to approach this, Leah, is you're going to still keep your move far away action. You're still going to need to clear a fleeing skill check. Since you're going to use secret door to do that, we're going to make this an arcana check. Okay. Easy enough. Can I do this carefully? Yes. <laughs> I dare say you might have to. Okay. Then I am. I need a five or less. Five or less. Prayers up. That is a two. That is a two. You open the door and you vanish from the android sight. Uh, an android like pushes a button on their chest and your suspect has fled requesting further units. Uh, we need to deeply investigate the metro area, maybe tied to break-ins. And I will let you know, Leah, that when you return to Polaris, all the androids will be away from the front door. Perfect. And fortunately for you, the secret door that you pop out of is a taxi driving past Polaris. Nah. Yeah, a taxi driver street. Like, what the fuck? I'm gonna I'm gonna say I will give you all the money if you don't stop this car and just keep driving. Away from Polaris? Yes. Like I'm just oh. like a couple blocks away. I need to get far enough away to catch my breath. I have one blood left. So Yeah, can you make a, a charisma check yeah. just to encourage him? Yeah. Uh I, yeah, I'm just going to be like, listen, man, I just need you to get me away from this mess. Give me like four blocks away. How'd you get in this listen, mess? Hurry, my God. I'll explain everything and I will give you so much money. Okay. That is a one. The dice go. are my friends today. He, he's into it. He looks in the rear view mirror and he's just like, okay, you just tell me when to stop, I guess. And he looks at the other passenger in the car like, I don't know. This is weird. This has never happened to me. I just had to listen to the magic lady. I don't know what, I don't know what the fuck. I'm going to give you money too, man. Just shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth. I'm a cop. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> so he stops a few blocks away from Polaris, as you recommended. 
Uh, what do you do? Uh, I so I'm going to look for him. To, like, what is surrounding here? Like, a couple blocks away. Is there like a? I'm looking for a quiet space that I can sort of maybe bandage myself up a little bit, catch my breath. Yeah. Best bet's gonna be a, an, an alleyway. This is, so the metro area is not a lot of residential things. It's like an apartment every couple of miles or so for those who just can't get out of the metro area to get to their homes in the sub-metro. Uh, so you're looking at a lot of like giant corporate office skyscrapers and alleys in between them. Okay, yeah. I'm going to look for a quiet alley. I'm going to be like, stop, stop here. Cool. And I will, cool. I'm assuming the the green card I have, there's like a tap pay situation. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna tap his little thing and I'm going to give him like stupid, like if, 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 Whatever's in there. What, not whatever's in there. That would be wild. Because <laughs> Javayan said there's a lot of money on here. So I'm going to give him oh, like... Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to give him like a hundred bucks for driving me two, two blocks. You know what I mean? And then I'm sure, going to tap yeah, the other the, guy's the, phone the... and be like, you saw nothing and give him a hundred bucks too. And then I'm going to hop yeah. out uh, and <laughs> slink down the alley. Yeah, the 2690 equivalent of whatever a hundred dollars is worth yes. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send a message. I'm alive. I'm outside. I'm going to try to come back, but I'm hurt. Give me an update. Send. Bella's comment will resume after these messages. Oi, Physic, what's going on? We're here to talk about lizards and locations. Oh, those blokes just want to do the podcast? Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, they got like campaigns for space. Wait, we're on the space one? We are, and you're in it, which is amazing. And you're in it, which makes it perfect. You're so sweet. And I got a gun blade, and I even make sandwiches. Yeah, you do. So, uh, they got the one with schools for fools? Stop saying that, school is perfectly fucking. Was it the same diff? Oh, the one with dragons! Which is super spooky, almost like it's a torment test. No, that dragons are scary, but that's the Curse of Strahd one that we're gonna Right, on. right. Oh, and holiday specials. Which are oh. great. Yeah. Oh, where can I find them? You can find them on Twitter and Mastodon and Instagram and Facebook. And if you really want to support them, you can find them on Patreon. Oh, steamy Patreon. Stop thinking about your people, sub. Fine. Anyways, YouTube on Tuesdays, eh? Tuesdays on YouTube and Spotify and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. That sounds great. Lizards and locations. Lizards and locations. Oi, Gavin, just a minute. Big boy, you drive this cube. Get off my ship. Flat dragon. You'll never win, evil space queen. Not what do you think, good space hero? Boy, this fight sure is exciting. It's like the second most exciting thing I've heard today. You said it, sidekick. This is... Wait, the second most exciting thing? Well, yeah, it's Monday, so the new Dude Where's My Drift episode just came out. Dude Where's My What Now? It's a Starfinder podcast. It's got memorable characters, a crazy plot, a GM with some of the most creative and wild ideas. It's really great. Here, have a listen. Sidekick, I'm currently trying to defeat the evil Space Queen. Don't put your head in my ear. Oh. Wow, this is really great. You were right. You only heard like two seconds. And I'm instantly hooked. As soon as I defeat the evil Space Queen, I'm going to binge the entire show and ignore all responsibilities. <laughs> A shame she'll never get to hear Duder's My Drift. Evil doesn't deserve high-quality podcast sidekick. We now return to Bella's Comet.
just looks at phone and is like, oh my god. Um, just texts back, we are on the sixth floor. Have we gone up or down anymore? You you started going up together, so I'm going to say you've now got to the tenth floor where Hermes started. Okay, we're back on the tenth floor. Um, a lot of people are dead. We are okay. We're trying to figure out what exactly is happening and how to better arm ourselves. Hermes is just going to follow a text after that. So much blood. So much dead. <laughs> All caps. <laughs> Great. 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 Kind of like what Javayan said. So yeah, you're on the 10th floor. Um, you Neither of you have been in this building, so you're kind of unfamiliar with how tall it could possibly be. And that's what I'll say about that. Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, you you got the 10th floor description earlier. Uh, Zara, you're seeing the dead police officers for the first time. So you now know whatever's happening here. The Metro Police did get involved. And it seems like they were on whatever your side you would have been on. Her huh. Hermes is going to look at Zara and go, do we, do we want to look for... Guns. Do you know how to shoot a gun? I don't, but I'm a quick study. Yeah, the, the cops will have uh, standard issue pistols, um, sci-fi version. So, you know, we've done away with bullets largely here in the society, so a lot of these guns are powered by energy. So when they were, you know, just give you a lore background, you know, that was one past president's solution to the gun crisis. Not getting rid of guns, but changing how they kill you. <laughs> like, energy is less lethal than bullets. It was a whole big thing, and it worked for everyone who cared about that sort of thing. <laughs> and that's uh, been the norm since. So yeah, uh, pistols, little glowing aura around the barrel of the gun on the side there, uh, and that's what the cops have. They don't seem to be depleted of their energy. Okay. They also have your usual wares, handcuffs, batons, cop stuff. Now grab me a pistol. Get a pistol. Uh, Hermes, you want anything? Or are you happy with bat? Uh, uh, Hermes is very happy with bat. Um, but is she okay. is for sure going to grab a set of handcuffs and like any kind of belt loop on her pants? She's going to close one end around and go, yeah. <laughs> Just to feel really cool. <laughs> She's all about aesthetics. Uh, That's all this is. <laughs> Jenny, for your gun, that's going to give you a plus one blood damage advantage if you ever use it. So whenever you use your gun and you pass a weapon recheck, you will do an additional piece of blood damage. Okie dokie. only time Hermes ever shot a gun, she was meant to kill Astrid, so she'd rather not get a gun. <laughs> Has some trauma with police weapons, I get it. Cool. That's the 10th floor. If you look up on the staircase, it just seems to keep going. Oh god. <laughs> How many floors they got in this place? Uh this is as high as I got and I came looking for you. Um I, I will I won't give you an exact number, Hermes, but when you got to the tenth floor and you looked up, it felt like you were only about like a little under halfway up the building. Beautiful, perfect. Um I'm gonna It seems that everything past floor ten was not meant to be accessed easily. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Zara know that you know I whenever I look I looked up and God there was so much so we've got probably a long way to go. Oh goody. Give me a number of how many flights you want to ascend in one shot. 
Um, and I'll let you know if there's anything cool there. <laughs> Let's start three and see how we go. Sure. Sounds good. Lucky number 13, four. Uh, much of the same as you ascend more bodies. Um, a decreasing number of bodies. It seems that there's less and less people who work up here. You start seeing names on faces, on badges and stuff. Uh, the 13th floor is a little bit barren. Um, and I have my own reasons for that, but you haven't met them yet. Uh, <laughs> on this floor, there seems to be basically nothing here. No bodies. There's a blood splatter on the wall that doesn't seem to belong to anyone. And you see a piece of documentation lying in the middle of this floor. Uh, curiously, I would go pick it up. Cool. Um, this, uh, the top of it says, from the desk of Ursa Handel, CEO, Polaris Corps. Um, and on it, there's a general memo. It seems to be dated about a week ago. And again, there's bloodstains on it, so it's not going to be a clear picture. But it does state that like we are aware of an offer made by the Cepheus Corps to purchase and operate Polaris. I want to state outright to our beloved employees and partners and stockholders that we have no intent to sell. I will not sell this company under any circumstances. And again, it is signed Ursa Handel. Okay. So Ursa had no intentions of selling the place and yet hostile takeover seems to have been the second option there my question is is why i mean i don't know a lot about battle droids so i can't say much but why they were just standing outside when there were seemingly death i've got a lot of questions and i don't know if i know the answers to them <laughs> so first guess would probably be they had finished their work inside and are just guarding the perimeter to make sure that it keeps you know, status quo or that is squad A and squad B is higher up. Well, I guess let's go find squad B. So you continue to ascend which brings us to Astrid. Astrid, how you feeling? How'd you heal up? So, uh, to recover blood, I can take a short rest, which costs two real-time minutes and one in-story hour. That would heal me 1d6 blood. And that is my intent. I'm going to spend an hour in-game uh, trying to heal myself and catch my breath and come up with a plan. Because if I trip and skin my knee, I'm going to die. So <laughs> You sure are. Yes. That actually lines up very perfectly for me. So I'm going to check back in on you in two minutes. Okay. And we're going to have an hour of stair climbing for our friends back in the Polaris building. Yep. So exciting. Yep. I know. We're gonna, we're gonna. I want you two to have a conversation about what you're learning for the next two minutes, knowing that it's gonna take you an hour to ascend these stairs. I will let you know that'll get you pretty much there. Okay. <sighs> okay. So we know about battle droids. Obviously, mm -hmm. we know there's death. Metro police involved. 
not looking great, no. <laughs> I will let you know that as you climb higher up these stairs, you're gonna see more of that kind of stuff. But now you're gonna start seeing different types of things. You are going to see one destroyed, but certainly more advanced looking battle droid. So, someone got a good hit in on something. Ooh, can I take a look at this droid, see what kind of heat it's packing, so to speak? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I'm gonna call that a tinker check for you. Sure, um, it's a six if I do it carefully, so. Cool, well, then I guess you have to do it carefully and you'll automatically succeed. Um, your, your field of study, was that mechanics? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> my, but you my know your way around an android, apparently. Yeah, I, I'm very handy. I would, I would say. Yeah. So, uh, battle androids, very similar to the the whole gun thing. They run on uh, a, a destructive energy that was harnessed from the comet, and um, the, uh, this particular weapon has a, a white glowing energy. And from what you remember from your time in school and working for Ada and Javian. White's the lethal one, the, 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 the deadliest one you can shoot. So this is a, a shoot-to-kill automatic, you get hit with this, you are at lay fucked level gun. There is not a lot of energy left in this android, though. It seems that whatever device you'd be able to pluck out of them and able to shoot something from this rifle he's been carrying from the Cepheus core, mm -hmm. it's got one in it. It's got one shot left. One Total. shot left. Would it be possible to carry this around? <laughs> it, it's it's a similar rifle that Eris had. So it's okay. heavy, it's a big gun, but you can carry it. Okay, so me being small lady, I can, but probably at great exertion to myself. It I mean, wouldn't one be shot... easy for you to, to shoot it. Yeah. One shot will probably be all it takes if we need to make one, so... Yeah. Um, Hermes is gonna scavenge for any kind of engineering. She could find like she was asked to. Yeah, you, you can uh, make a tinker check and see so you can pick apart from this android. And while you do that, the two minutes has passed, the hour has happened. Uh, like I said, this is kind of like near the top of the building, you have only two flights of stairs to go. All of a sudden, all the screens in the metro area are lit up again with the face of Ada Aquarids. You two can't see it because you're inside and all the technology for screens has been broken, but you will hear it. Astrid will see this from her alleyway. Ada Aquarius appears on screen and goes, I am happy to report that we have apprehended the criminal Javian Eclipse. He is in custody at Theseus Labs. We shall deal with him as we see fit. I just wanted those who need to know to know that Javian is not in the world any longer heroes and the screen turns off i met by the way you met okay so yeah you're able to pick that thing apart you can you can find some cool shit in there uh use your your contact back in bella's comet who lives in the bathrooms would be more than happy beautiful okay but yeah javian's been captured by ada and don't much care for that probably dead I didn't say that. Well, based on, but so saying he's not in the world anymore, Astrid immediately thinks he's dead. Did you 
Shit, Hermes gonna look at Zara. Did you hear the, the like he's not of this world anymore? But yet we will deal with him as we see fit. It's yeah, I did. Not a huge fan of that. Um. So he's either incapacitated or something really bad is probably gonna happen. I'm worried about Javian, so I'm going to pull the book out, and I'm going to say, like, is Javian alive? You know, like, talking to the book, like, what's happening? Yeah, that's a thing you can do with the book. Yeah. So, is Javian alive? Um, the, the book starts flipping through all of its pages, and it gets to kind of the back of the book, and there's a blank page on it, and it says appendix at the top. And um, the appendix is used to answer questions being asked. And uh, is Jovian alive appears on the page. The words disappear and they say yes, though there is not much time. All right. Don't like that. Okay. Um, I'm going to roll my d6 to see how much blood I get back. Okay. That is a five. You have five blood back, so you're at six. So now, Astrid, you find yourself in an alleyway. Took a little hour-long sesh to get your body back in functioning order. You heard the announcement, and the book says Jovian is, for now, still alive. Astrid is going to steal herself. She's going to... Pull out her sidearm, and I'm assuming there's a door in this alleyway somewhere. Yeah, let's say there's like one of those little like back door things that leads to like a kitchen or a pickup area. There's a door. I am going to cast the enhanced version of Secret Door, which costs seven guts and an arcana roll, which will take me to the location where an omen is taking place, uh, or... If the omens are all resolved, it will take me to where the doom is happening. So <laughs> The omen is still taking place, so it will take you to Polaris headquarters. Alright. I have taken seven guts damage. Pass your arcana check. If I pass my I need a five or less. Here we go. That is a one. Let's go. Okay. Big success. You appear, uh, you, when you walk through that door, not only are you appearing at Polaris headquarters, you are walking through its front door, the door you saw. And as you open that front door, sitting at the receptionist's desk is Eris Palomar. Silently glaring at you. Why? I got a really interesting offer. For you? Yeah. See, uh, there's this, this guy who wants to fix Bella's Common. Has an opportunity to do it. Called me up. Respected what we were doing in Comet's Edge. Well, what I was doing. You were really involved in that. <laughs> yeah. And I am here to provide support to protect what's going on up there. And she pulls out a Cepheus rifle. And I have a feeling that you're one of these three people I was told to 
keep an eye out for. The the massacre upstairs. That that's what yeah. you're. If you're gonna be in our line of work, Astrid, you have to be okay with getting rid of people who stand in your way. I don't think that was part of the oath that I took, Eris. No, <laughs> you only have one job. Let's clear your orbit. Protect and serve. Sometimes it'll literally Eris, be bad. Protect and serve nope. the people. Serve who? The people, Eris. Why? Why bother? The people are the thing standing between life and liberty and order. The, the, the ones breaking the rules are the people. Protect and serve. You only serve the orbit. You serve the city. The people are the ones causing the problem. Even if that's true. We're not their fucking friends. Eris, even if that's true. Masters. This comet's going to destroy the city that you're saying you're here to protect. So what? I'll be fine. Get rid of the riffraff, I say. I got a free ride, Astrid, because I did my job. My orbit's clear. You didn't do your job, Eris. You saved your own ass, because you're a coward. Most important ass to save. And she points her rifle at you. I... Listen, I, at the same time, I'm going to point my gun directly at her. Cool. Stand off. So we're both taking a combat action. Yes. <laughs> Which means heroes first. All right. Um, okay. I'm going to make a weapons check. Mm -hmm. uh, and Using your service pistol, correct? Yes, using my service pistol. How are you approaching that? Uh, so... I would say that during this conversation, Astrid is only talking because she's trying to find the moment to try to get a drop on Eris. So the moment Eris is like, oh, I'm just doing my job, you know, and goes to pull her weapon, um, Astrid has had her gun drawn this whole time. She's going to take that moment to, like, point it at uh, Eris and take her shot. Let's go. Okay. So careful yeah, weaponry. So Give me that TN number for you. Uh, I have a four. Okay, and with your pistol, like I mentioned earlier, you get a plus one. I get a one plus one. Blood damage. So it'll be a five. Yep, if you pass. If I pass. Okay, here we go. Prayers up. That is a two. That's a two. It hits. Direct hit. Tell me where you're aiming. Uh. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. Astrid. This is the person who exemplifies every dream just being destroyed that Astrid has been hoping for her entire life. She's aiming dead center mass, like chest. Like how she was cool. taught. You, you put them down. You put, using Eris's own teachings against yes. her. So yeah, you shoot her in the chest. And she, she falls. She falls out of that chair she was sitting in so dramatically for power or whatever. And she stands up and she's got like her hand on her chest. There's a very clear smoldering hole coming out of it. And she's like, wow, you've been practicing your shots. Impressive. But you know what I always say about protecting your chest. She unbuttons her shirt and of course you see armor on yep. it. However, the armor has a hole in it and you see some smoldering skin. And she's like, that did hurt me though. 
I'll give you that. Better hope I miss, and she fires her rifle. And uh, I'm going to make a weapon re-roll for her. She's not careful. Nothing about Eris Palomar has ever been careful. This is a concerted roll. Full disclosure, I needed to roll a five or lower. Against all odds, I've rolled a six. <laughs> she misses. <laughs> I would like you to describe how she misses for me. How do you get out of the way? I... So, I picture this being... Astrid doesn't step out of the way. And that Fuck is yeah. why Eris misses. Eris, ex like, so there is, like, a large plant or something, a large, like, vase next to her. And she expects Astrid to try to step for cover. So she goes to, like, correct her aim and just whiffs badly because Astrid stands stone still and does not move. That plant vaporizes, turns to dust. And Eris is kind of shocked. For the first time in your life working for her and living in Comet's Edge, you see the facade of Eris Palomar crack a little bit. That, that, that sure look in her eye, that scowl that seems tattooed on her face for a hot second turns to doubt. She says nothing. She just looks surprised. Then you make the next move. All right. Uh, can I get to her in this in this moment if I rush her? Yes. Perfect. I am going to rush her and I am going to try to tackle her to the ground. Okay. Uh, I believe it's a physique check. Yes. Um, because Eris has a bigger gun and I'm already hurt. So I'm going to try to get her on the ground and beat her that way. So my TN is a four okay. standard for this. Uh, that is a one. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. The, dice, the dice have an idea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, you do so. You, you take advantage of her stunned moment. You leap over the desk. You tackle her to the ground. The gun is out of her hand. Yeah, I'm trying to hold her down and incapacitate her. Uh, next round, I will start bludgeoning her. <laughs> uh, sick. Uh, yeah, Eris Palomar does not look to go down without a fight. So while she's reaching for the rifle, she can't quite get it. She's going to reach for her service pistol. And uh, she's going to just try to make a point-blank shot on you here. I don't get as high of a blood advantage for that, of course, but that's probably good news for you. Max damage I can do here is four. And I get it this time. So Eris takes a shot at you. She's kind of waving her gun wildly, just screaming obscenities at you. Like, get the fuck off of me. What the fuck do you think you're doing? I'm fucking do the right thing here. She fires. It clips your shoulder real bad. It takes a good chunk out of that and you take four blood damage. Alright. Uh, when I lean back and grab my shoulder, I'm going to grab my nightstick from my <laughs> from my hip and just go to town and start wailing on her. Sure, sure. Um, what is your strongest physical attribute? Uh, they are all the same. Cool. <laughs> then just make a, a, a physique check for me. Alright. 
right. Uh, that is a four under five success. And it's, it's a five TA? I assume that it, because I'm using my nightstick, so it'd be a plus one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you pulverize her. Anything you want to say to her? Uh, I'm, I'm not saying anything in the moment. And just as I know she's about to go out, I'm going to say, even if I lose today, I'm going to know that you can't hurt anybody else. Wham. Eyes recognize you said that. Nothing to say. The light leaves Eris Palomar's eyes. You have successfully killed her. I'm going to uh, kind of like crawl backwards for a moment to catch my breath against the wall, but no time for rests anymore. I'm going to grab her rifle and start making my way up. Before you do, can you make one quick observe check for yeah. me? Um, how would you like me to go about this? Because that could change. The droids are gone and Eris is dead. You can do whatever you want. Uh, I'm going to call this uh, concerted and say that I rolled that number. That feels fair. Because okay. Astrid's a little like, ooh, right now. She's not careful I, yeah, right now. Just killed your old boss. Yeah. <laughs> how would you feel anyway? Uh, you find a very important thing. Uh, you find a photograph of the inside of the office of Ursa Handel. This is uh, hanging, it's, it's, it's in a framed photo on the, on the desk. And as you're looking at it, you see a door under the desk. Huh. I don't have enough guts to spend my thing to try to get to that door. I'm going to take a picture of this though, and I'm gonna send it to the other two, um, so that they, if if they can see this image in time before they open the door or whatever happens up there, they have this information. Sure, sure. Okay. And uh, anything you else you want to do while you're in this area? Nope. Grabbing the rifle. I know that uh, Zara and Hermes have a huge head start on me, and I want to try to get there in time to help them. So. I'm running. Okay. Zara and Hermes, you have ascended the stairs. You get a text from Astrid, and it is a photograph of the inside of a director's office. Uh, the the picture shows a framed photo, like a framed painting of a bear catching a fish on the back wall. Uh, the desk is smaller than you would expect for a CEO. It's very well decorated. Uh, it becomes very clear that Ursa Handel really likes bear imagery. There's like a bear statue. There's a bear, like a fake bear rug. It just likes bears. And uh, you have this picture now in your phone from Astrid. All right. Cryptid. Fake. You are at, at the door and it reads director. But why? I mean, I have a feeling we're about to find out. Yeah, I mean, nothing really else to do except, you know, go on in. Cool. Let's go. Ashton, we're gonna, gonna say we're gonna say since you're climbing the stairs from point one, uh, we're gonna give you five minutes real time to reach that area. That's fair. Okay, that's about two hours game time. So, 
you enter the office of Ursa Handel, and you see about like a five foot one woman at her desk and a six foot nine hulking man holding a gun to her head while she holds a pen like above a contract and just clearly sees like she's resisting something. And you walk in on this man speaking mid-sentence and he's like, sign the document and you live. Refuse to sign it and I kill you. And she looks up when she hears the door open and so does he. I shoot him. Big rifle. Yeah! <laughs> I want Zara to do Doogie. this. Yes. Just gut reaction upon seeing someone being threatened. Eliminate the threat. Careful weaponry check. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Oh my god. Three. What's exactly your number? Exactly my number. Exactly your number? Mm-hmm. What does that mean for me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's something gonna happen. Um gonna call that a failure with an opportunity oh god no <laughs> you fire i get knocked uh, flat the, on my ass probably yeah yeah you you definitely get kicked back you you land on the ground i'll talk about what that means for you in a second um ursa looks up and thinks you're shooting her <laughs> so she's going to try and get out of the way uh gamma is gonna do the same thing so he's grabbing her diving down the, the thing flicks past him, hits him right at the nape of his neck, and you hear a blood-curdling scream come off of him, and it just lands on the back wall, destroys that bear painting. You're on the ground, Gamma's hurt, Ursa's on the ground, so you think she's being assassinated. Uh, Hermes? We're kind of technically in a combat situation here because Zara instigated that shit. <laughs> So you also have one of five options you can make. Let me know what you would like to do. Um, I'm going to try and get to Ursa. Cool. Uh, with that, so you're thinking a non-harmful action. Mm -hmm. Cool. So Hermes is taking a non-harmful action to get Ursa out of the way. I'm, I'm gonna, this is going to be a very quick movement thing here. So I am going to have you make a coordination check. Okay. Do I have to approach it any specific way or? I, I will say the only one I won't allow here. Well, actually, you know what? We're going to call this concerted. Time is of the essence. Perfect. So it's coordination concerted. I failed. Okay. Uh, you dive down there. Um, miscalculated where you're at. Good news is nothing and nothing befalls you, but you were now also under the desk with Gamma and Ursa. Okay. And for, and for Gamma, uh, he is going to try and stand up. Hermes, you're going to see this guy is missing part of his fucking body. The connector between his shoulder and his neck is gone. So he, he, it, it, it looks like he's like, a little bit like a, like a nearly headless type of situation, like it could come off, and he's just standing up and going, "What in the fuck is going?" <laughs> uh, Ursa like looks up at you with you with like complete terror in her eyes and mouth, "Help me!" 
uh, Gamma is going to... <laughs> well, he dropped his gun. He sees Zara on the ground. He's going to lurch over towards you. Uh, we're going to just call this a, a, a getting closer to you. So a non-harmful action, similar to what Hermes did, but his action is getting closer to you to be more physical next round. It is at this point, after all your stair climbing to get there and the interaction, where Astrid arrives at the director's office. Is the door open? or did... I'm, I'm assuming it's open. Yeah, they barged in. <laughs> okay. They barge in. You see Zara on the ground. What you have to assume is Gamma safe. They lurching towards her. And you don't see Hermes or Ursa. I am going to... I have uh, Eris's rifle. I'm going to take a shot at Gamma Safe. Jesus Christmas. All right. Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe make a weaponry check. For, for the, the, the benefit of everything, these rifles do a plus four in blood damage. If they hit. All right. Just in case you were curious. Um, I rolled the, the TN. I rolled it. You tied it I again? Did. I tied it. Okay, it's still a hit. Can you tell me what your TN was? Um, well, so I, I rolled careful weaponry, which would make it a four. Is there a... Okay, plus, plus four is... Yeah. Well, so if it's four yeah, plus four, so... then it's an eight. I can't fail, right? If, if it's something like that. Well, the, the blood damage is plus four. So, so it's still a four to pass or fail, but if you pass, yes. then you get an additional four blood damage. Yes. But since it's a tie... Yes. This just falls into the, you know, jurisdiction yep. of me. Yep, it's up to you. And you, you barged in, you saw the guy, you fired at him. It's going to hit, but it won't be without consequence. Because you were from such close range with that rifle, you hit him, it hurts, he falls down, he doesn't make a sound. There's going to be a ricochet off of that energy, and it's going to be coming back at you. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to have you make... Um, an acrobatics check to get out of the way. I'm scared. <laughs> As you should be. Now, it's mm -hmm. a ricochet. I'm not going to honor the plus four, but I will honor damage. <laughs> All right, here we go. I rolled the number. <laughs> That I needed. I'm assuming me. this was a concerted acrobatics because it's like in the moment trying to yeah. get away. I needed to roll a two or less. I rolled a two. So here we are. You, you dive out of the way. It clips your ankle. You take one blood damage. You have one left. It hurts. It hurts a lot. You look down and it almost looks like your ankle is missing. I'm going to limp over to the like the wall to put my back up against the wall so somebody can't come up behind me and wait to see what happens from here you wait it feels like the room loses all of its oxygen no one knows what the fuck happened to gamma gamma safe is a war veteran he fought in wars that were happening many years ago he ascended a lot of ranks when he left the army he just wanted to start a company that he thought could benefit society. But as what happens with any megalomaniac where it's lying dormant, his thirst for power got stronger and stronger. He wanted to take out the enemy that was in front of him, Polaris. He wanted to own them. He wanted to have sole control over everything powering the city. The problem is, he's only got 16 guts. 
and he took two shots, equivalenting to eight damage each. Gamma Seife dies alone at the top of the building he himself is trying to control, and after a little while, it becomes clear Gamma's not getting back up. Is Zara still moving? Because I, when I stepped I'm, in the room, I'm on the floor. Yeah, I saw Zara on the floor. Zara, Zara, your kickback costs you a blood damage. Ah, oh, that's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> you eventually stand back up. Where's Hermes? I kind of like point towards the direction of the desk. <laughs> From what, like, we're here. Is it? Is it? Are we good? <sighs> <sighs> Oh my god, did I kill a man? Yeah, you did. <laughs> good job, Zara. My, my face just kind of goes pale. It's like, I, I, it was a gut instinct. I did, I, 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 oh, oh dear. Ursa Handel is like holding her head and she's like, he told me that he, he was shooting all my employees and there were droids. Was he bluffing? No, that's, that's true. That's, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna lock eyes with Hermes and say, um, Eris Palomar's dead. She what? Where were you? What happened? Are you- It's gonna, like, realize that there's, like, blood, and- This is the second time today, uh, Astrid is back at one blood. She looks like a corpse <laughs> at this point. Uh, Eris is downstairs behind the reception desk. Um, Somebody bludgeoned her to death. It's a bad scene. Don't go down there. <laughs> anyway. um. Ursa hears you and is like, the reception desk, is, is Kitty okay? Did you see Kitty? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't see anybody alive on the way up. So if Kitty was down there, it's probably a no. Shit. Oh my god, she's my niece. I'm sorry. She, like, is staring at... She has, like, a big, like, sky window overlooking the entire city. It's at the right of her... Like, like, you know, imagine, like, a whole wall, but it's just a glass window. And she's just staring out of it, like, 2,000-yard stare right now. She's alive. She has her company, but at what cost? I'm gonna pull out the book. I don't care if Ursa sees the book at this point. I, I'm gonna tell you, she, she's got a bigger fish yeah. to fry. So, you pull out the book, and it flips open to the page of the North Star, and the omen becomes abundantly clear. You've already surmised it. Gamma Seifei is going to launch a hostile takeover of the Polaris Corporation. If he is successful, all of the energy in the city will turn off during his transition to power, and you will no longer be able to monitor the comet. The page vibrates, glows white, and it says, this conflict has been resolved. There are no omens remaining. But a new timer starts on another page. This page just says Bella's Comet. And the timer is now counting down from two hours. When you look through the glass window, the comet is now clearly in your atmosphere. It has been slowed there are people working around the clock to stop that comet and divert it. But there still is a page in the book 
that states the comet is still en route. Everything that is supposed to happen is happening. Find Ada Aquarids. They're just tears streaming down Astrid's face. <laughs> We've got two hours. Javayan's alive. Um, Ada has him. You heard, I'm assuming. Uh -huh. We have to get to Ada. Ursa, do you, being as powerful as you are, do you have a line to Ada Aquarids? What? Huh? What? Ada Aquarids. We hmm. need to know where she is and how to get to her. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I coordinate with her often. Um, she gives us the technology we need to make... Oh, fuck, we... Um... I can arrange something for saving my life, yeah. Um, it would be transportation to her labs. We have a shuttle that transports our scientists to her. Would that help? It'd be more than enough. I'm very grateful. Thank you. Okay. Um, there is a phone in the top right corner of my desk in a drawer. Um, it's all white. All you have to do is push the red button next to it. Yeah, that's what Miss Hermes is going to do. You do it. Um, and uh, there is a uh, uh, voice that comes through that says, Your shuttle will arrive in ten minutes. Oh, God. Of course. So it will take you ten in, in real-time minutes to descend those stairs. What I want you all to do is use this time to talk, strategize, figure out bonds, you got 10 minutes until you reach the bottom of the stairs. Um, just immediately cling on to Astrid. Just like, I'm so glad you're okay. Thanks. Yeah, you you guys too. Um, I got shot a lot today. <laughs> you just see there are like holes in Astrid's clothes. Yeah. And your ankle My is My ankle's fucked. blown to shit. Uh do we have anything we could use to make a brace? Walking kind of um, hurts. Um, just checking in my inventory here. If we're going down the stairs, we should pass by that droid. We might be able to use something from that. That's genius. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, you stop at that droid. Uh, there, There is a self-healing mechanism in the droid. Um, it is meant to repair mechanical things. Um, but if anyone wants to make a tinker check, maybe you can uh, reprogram it. Hi. <laughs> I figured you would, Zara. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my one of two things. While, while Zara's doing that, I will say, Hermes, you probably would notice that uh, Astrid is carrying Eris's gun. Do with that what you will. <laughs> Hermes right now, honestly, Hermes is like holding back every tear that she can at the moment um and is is just this ball of mess it doesn't know what to say so she's been quiet a lot what'd you get Zara? oh i have a six for careful tinkering so oh, you give oh, any tn for me tinker, fool. creative tinker oh a creative excuse me yeah, I told you. What to do. <laughs> uh, b -b 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 sorry, I, I missed the You're creative good. part. 
That is exactly a four, which is exactly my number. <laughs> you, you guys need new dice. <laughs> um, okay, so you're not a mechanical engineer. You're not familiar with robotics. Fail with an opportunity. I can't get the machine to do what I want it to do, but I can make a splint out of a machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I'll just start disassembling straight parts, um, padding them as well as I can with loose clothing that may be around. There's plenty of dead people. Yeah, I think between the wires, the, the loose clothing you rip off of some people, uh, the, the, the firmness of the, of the metal here, you put a splint around Eris's ankle. It'll help her walk, but it won't heal anything. All right, that should hold, but... Try to keep pressure off that leg for a bit. Well, we'll have a little bit of a rest when we're on the transport to Ada's labs, so. Uh Okay. Did you, either of you get hurt? Are you, are you okay? We're Uh, we're good. Probably bruised my ass when I fell, but that's about it. Good. Good. Um... We need to get people out of this city. Uh, Not enough people have left. There's still a lot of people out there. I teleported into a cab with some dude who was just going to his job. Like, there's a comet. It's about to hit everything. And people are going to work. I, I get it. We are three people in a city of millions. The best thing that we can do is focusing on really what we can do and what we have been assigned to do you know we probably won't be able to usher everybody out in two hours but we can definitely make sure that that thing up there doesn't hit this place down here Hermes you've been really quiet is, is are you okay do, do you need anything I help I'm good I just <sighs> I don't understand. We did everything we were supposed to. We're we're a, a teacher, an ex an ex cop, and a fucking kid. Yeah. I wish I had all the answers, but we can only deal with the problems that we're put in front of. You know? That will just continue because that's what apparently this does. We've done everything. The book vibrates. Get the book out. The book turns to the Bella's Comet page where the countdown currently is. And the name Hermes appears on that page. Not like in an informative way, like in a getting your attention kind of way. Just gonna look, fuck you. <laughs> Just fuck the book. <laughs> the the book swirls its words around and changes the timer and shows you an illustration of the comet hitting the city. It also shows you a day and time. And when you see that day and time, it becomes clear that this event would have happened three hours ago. 
and then everything swirls back to the current countdown. I don't know much about these sorts of events. This is probably more Zara's um, purview, but um, every second the world turns and that comet's going to hit further from the city, and we can save it. Some of it. Part of it. So, so what? So the next crazy person can summon it again? And what? You and I go back to Comage Edge and live in our slum whole lives? Eris is dead, Hermes. Eris is dead. That doesn't change a whole... That doesn't change a whole system. You're right. But if we can prove what Ada did and we can stop it from happening again, with Eris gone, we could make some real changes. the bottom floor and uh, sure enough there's a white shuttle out there waiting for you we have to have hope anyone driving it looks like it's just an automatic sort of thing it's an automatic car no driver cool Hermes is gonna look at Astrid and go I did have hope until I saw you contact Eris Hermes I was doing what I could in the moment I didn't know she could track me I didn't know. I thought she could be reasoned with. I was wrong. And I'm sorry. But everything I've done so far is trying to help. That is all I've wanted to do this entire time. getting onto the white car no better worse for wear heading towards Theseus Labs <laughs>